Welcome listeners to YE1 Spurs with me, Ian Wallace, as we continue to reflect on our team's perfect start to this new Premier League season. On today's edition, we'll ask if Sunday's win at Man City in front of a returning home crowd was the best opening day you can remember, and explore whether Nuno Espirito Santo might have ramped up the expectations of fans a little bit too much with such a statement win achieved without the want-away Harry Kane, of course. I'll be talking that and more in the company of my son, Casper Wallace, Peter Wright, Simeon Wright, and another YE1 favourite, Bob Jordan. Welcome back to YE1. First off, Casper, how are you? How's the summer holidays going for you? I'm good, yeah. What have you been up to? Nothing much, just chilling. And Peter, how are you, sir? No, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah busy. busy? Busy, 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 busy. Cool, and Sim, you're uh, very busy still. Obviously, you've got something new you're doing at TalkSport. Yeah, still busy. We just launched an app called uh, the TalkSport Edge. Get downloading, listeners. Um, but yeah, it's kind of just a, it's embryonic stage at the minute. It's at the moment, it's kind of the best of TalkSport.com, best of like the TalkSport social clips that you see getting put out, and just kind of putting them together. There's going to be some like original, original content and videos and stuff made, breaking news. So Brilliant. yeah, get downloading, people. And so, is the app actually uh, available to download? Yeah, it launched about a week ago. Okay. And it's, um, I don't know what the figures are for downloads. Okay. Um, I don't have access to those kind of analytics at the minute. But okay. but yeah, it's it's very exciting. I'm looking forward to, oh. to getting involved in it. And uh, Bob, welcome back. How have you been, sir? Yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, did, I did notice the, I don't know if the thing you've done for the Olympics in 2012. Was that out in Japan again? No, it got uh, cut up and sent, sent out to China as scrap. Uh-huh. So, uh, mm. so no. Um, but we exciting in your world, in uh, work-wise. Yeah, work-wise, we've. Um, I've just done a, a sofa advert with a celebrity of sorts um, for Amazon, which yeah. we're under non-disclosure agreement at the moment. Can't how, really how say too much. Um, I would say. As famous as us on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Um, Can yes. you wish? No, not quite that, that standard. Um, but yeah, theatres are opening up, so there's a fair bit of work. Um, yeah, and football's back. And football's back indeed. Yeah. Yes. Well, so let's let's get started on this then. So great to to have you all along, and of course, our, you, our listeners. So Son's second half goal at Man City meant 175 million beat 500 million at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Premier League match day one. Peter. You were there. Where does that victory rank in the list of classic Spurs opening day wins? Well, if you consider that like, there was like a bit of a gloomy kind of feeling going into the game, uh, all the stuff surrounding Kane, you know, a few dark clouds. So I didn't go into the game with the usual optimism that you have at the beginning of the season, new signings, uh, nice white shirts, crowd in their shirt sleeves and all that. I have to say that the outcome of the game... It's maybe equivalent to that opening day win with Poch that we also went to up at uh, West uh, Upton Park, Park yeah. where I think Dyer scored. I think I, uh, I came out of that with a similar sort of feel-good vibe. So I think it ranks at least at least equivalent to that. Interesting. Um, Sim, how did you feel about uh, opening day? You were there, of course, as well. Yeah, I was just. I mean, I was just so looking forward to it. I mean, me and me and Peter were a little bit opposite, conflicting going there because I was you know I was just like full of optimism and mm. I was just I, I just watched them in the community shield Man City and I just thought they don't look particularly I mean Pep even said it they didn't look massively ready for it I know they played like a lot of kids in that game but I just saw an opportunity to beat them there and then and 
the circus with Kane, I think it was by that point, by the time the game came around, I think I feel like we were a little bit like we might be over it now, but I feel like we were a little bit over it then. Yeah. And it was like we knew Kane wasn't gonna be playing saw the team sheet come out, it was near enough the same team that played Arsenal the week before, who'd beaten them, albeit friendly. And I just thought this looks like a decent team. Like there's dangerous players who can who can score goals at the start of a season. You expect to see someone like Lucas Moura, you know, driving the lines like he does. And I just felt everything fell into place, and I thought we were absolutely brilliant. But just on the way there, I just I'd, I'd watched Man United Leeds with the full crowd. I'd been to Dulwich Hamlet the day before, and I was just so excited to get it back to Tottenham. It was amazing, and it delivered massively. Brilliant. Um, and Bob, you were there also. What yeah, I was there. Uh... Sort of uh, feelings of it. I mean, I was really excited to get there. I was really excited to go to a game again, go to the pub, have the pre-match build-up. So, yeah, from that point of view, uh, my expectations were probably a little bit lower. Um, And I think getting Nuno in is probably, which is not necessarily a bad thing, has lowered expectations to an extent. But, yeah, it was a fantastic performance. Atmosphere is incredible. Uh, atmosphere is incredible. So yeah, it was great to get back in the ground. Great to see my pals. Um, yeah, so it was a, it's a great start. It's, yeah, an uplifting start. I mean, in terms of uh, other opening day wins, the only other ones that I consider perhaps this not on a par with were perhaps uh, Klinsman's debut on Sheffield Wednesday and. Clive Allen's hat-trick, I think it was a hat-trick, he, he scored at uh, Everton on the 4-1 win for the 84-85 season. Yeah, look what happened after that. Yeah, yeah I know. That, that was a yeah. great shot. Actually, yeah. I, I, I was going to say one of my favourite ever opening day uh, wins was Villa away. Um, I remember going to Villa away on the coach and uh, it was very, very similar to what we're at now because David Pleat had been made manager yeah. and he wasn't really, at the time I think, well he's not. It wasn't overly enamoured. We'd only signed Goff, Richard Goff and Mitchell Thomas in the summer. And so the expectations were low. And then we went and beat Aston Villa 3-0, Clive Allen Hattrick. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. And we all know how 1986-1987 season turned out. Well, we, yeah, Goff yeah. turned into a hell of a player as well. Yeah, he was great. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I just felt there's a, a little bit of parallels with that, the expectations. So that was one of mine. But I just, I just went back and looked at a few opening days. You think last year against Everton... That was deeply disappointing, mm, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about that game. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I just—I'm going to go back quickly, just to sort of, uh, just mm. to sort of, like, sort of, like, you know, refresh this, your memory a little bit. Villa yeah. the year before we won three-one, not convincing. Newcastle away the year before we won two-one. Newcastle away the two years on the trot. Yeah, we went two-nil. We went to both of those games. Yeah, oh, did you? James's part. Yeah. Man United, we lost one-nil at home, and then we had the West Ham that died. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know one that sticks out for me? I wasn't there. Do you remember, I think it was the 2009-10 season and we beat Liverpool 2-1 at the lane and Benny Asuakoto scored that absolute yes. streamer oh, off the, with a free kick hit that. the wall. Yeah, yeah. It mm. came back to him and it pinged it in the top corner mm. and won the game and and we went on to finish fourth that season yeah. under Harry. So that was, that's one that sticks out in my, in my memory. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's quite, to, to just to just the point of like the, the season, Bob made a great point there about the Clive Allen um, one against Everton and then I made a point about the Villa and then you make a point about that season. Mm. It's really important, Peter, isn't it? You think to start well, but it's not the be one end all, but you know, no. you, we've just, we just highlighted those wins. Yeah, the reason I mentioned the West Ham was the, the manner of the win. We, we just stole that victory. The, the Noble had a penalty right at the end and he p- dragged it wide. I think um, 
One of our players got sent off. Carl Norton, Carl Norton got sent off. So we're down to sort of ten men, and we just sort of stole that game, you know. And it was, yeah. But also the year, the year before the West Ham one, we had Palace away and sold out those first game. Oh, scored, a scored a penalty, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. And then Newcastle away, we lost two one, and then Man United we lost three 0 So you know, the last nine, ten seasons has not been. You know, yeah. could this be a sign? Fun fact: ten years ago. Yeah. Our first game of the season, you said it was Man United, but does anyone remember what it was meant to be and why it didn't happen? Oh, no, I don't. Anyone? No. Yeah, the riots. The Tottenham riots. Yeah, London riots. riots. Tottenham riots. Oh, Tottenham riots. Oh, oh, right. In August 2011, we were supposed yeah. to play Everton. Yeah. And that game never happened, so we played We played our first game on match day two. And we uh, watched the Swansea v. Cardiff, the Soldado game from a bar in Corfu. Yeah, I watched yeah. that in Turkey. Yeah. In the yeah. Turkey. Yeah. Soldado penalty. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite funny because we were talking about the riots um, and uh, it was Casper's first game. He went to the pre-season friendly against Bilbao on the same day as them and I remember it kicked off at five o'clock and then we were leaving the ground about seven and yeah. about half an hour later all hell breaks loose. So. Should just clarify, I shouldn't say fun fact because it's not really fun. No. Riot. No. Well, for some of it was fun coming out of JD Sports. Well, yeah, I've got some time their life to Anyway, guys, we're just, just going back. Casper, you, know, you, know, you Bob sort of mentioned about, you know, also so Sid mentioned about, you know, wasn't feeling upbeat about uh, the club. But do you think like that win is sort of galvanise the club and do you feel a lot different to how you felt before the game towards the club? I mean before the game I wasn't uh, like if we lost then we lost because uh, it was just good to see fans back um, but yeah I think it's created quite a good like atmosphere around the club for the season. Yeah I totally agree. Um, can I just go to you Bob Yeah. and what what do you think we you learned from that first game? Um, in regard to how we played or players, what, what do you think you learned which was different? Well, playing the three up front, Sonny, Bergvine and Mora. I mean, I thought Mora was absolutely fantastic. And the pace of those three, you just think, why? why?" I know, obviously, you haven't put them three together because of Kane. But, uh, yeah, the pace of those, on the break, absolutely tore City apart on occasions. Um, From that, also, we looked very solid at the back. Which I was, I was surprised, you know, with Dyer and uh, Tanganga was fantastic. Whether he, whether he is the right back or whether he's going to be developed into a centre half, but I, I don't think he got enough game time with Mourinho. Yeah. I was surprised he didn't because you know when he when he made his debut, he made his debut against Liverpool, yeah, and he, he had a fantastic game. Um, so yeah. I, I think it's unfortunate the lack of football that he played. And um, just just to that point, Bob made there, Sim. Yeah. Do you think, like you know, the, do you think Kane sometimes is disrupt? You know, basically, such a focal point that having those three players up mm. front with pace, do you think it could be like a better system for us? You know, some, something good might come out of the, him. You know, assuming yeah. he's going to leave. What do you think? Poss- yeah, him possibly moving on. I think I, I tell you what. What I did notice, I think. Suddenly, him not being there sort of found a role for Delhi in that team because he played. I think it was kind of to the left of the midfield three, and you had Hoiberg and you had Skip, who are like industrious players. I think Skip maybe has a little bit more potential to be a threat going forward or taking the ball forward. But I just thought I don't think Delhi Ali could play that role with Kane there because Ali was sort of like he wasn't. There wasn't too much burden on him to do something defensively, but then he also. Was wasn't it wasn't necessarily playing a number ten, and I thought that was I thought that was good to take the pressure off him. But I just feel like 
when he does want to naturally flow it into that to that role like you know, like he like his natural game does. Mm. I think with Kane with Kane being there, it's just they maybe that's been the problem for Delhi. Maybe with with Kane's presence in the team, and it's yeah. obviously for a good reason. Yeah. He can't you know be the player that he wants to be, or he just he just feels a little bit restricted. He has to move somewhere where he's not as as effective. But Delhi um, did flourish with Kane in the team. Mm. Five years ago, didn't he? He did, but you know, I think Kane's game has, has changed since then, hasn't it? Kane's been yeah. coming deeper. Yeah. Well, he became Ericsson. Kane be, had to be, turn yeah. into Ericsson, didn't he? Yeah, it's a great point, yeah. actually. Do you think, though, you know, I always thought when we bought Delhi, I always felt, and I've said it a couple of times on the podcast, I just feel he's better with his, when he's facing the goal and not his back to goal. Didn't he? Peter, what's, what's your sort of thoughts uh, on that? Uh, who are you talking about? A Delhi. Oh, right. I think Delhi, and I've said before, I think Delhi could be like a Vieira type midfielder. Obviously, not as good, more like a Dazelle, possibly. <laughs> but I think he could be like a Vieira type midfielder, you know, not with his back to go. I think that position he's playing further up with his back to go. Yeah, I hate him with his back to go. Yeah, I don't think he's that yeah, fast. He was, uh, we went up to St James's Park and he did that ghosting thing up to the far post where, mm. you know, the, you know, he's drifted away and, and I think pulling away and being that extra guy just ghosting in there and yeah. nicking these goals that's the, that's when we saw the best of, of Delhi but playing play not with his back to goal no no but then but also um, in, a, in a little role behind Kane he had a really purple patch as well I remember mm. about four or five years ago yeah. yeah slipping them balls down the side of Kane that was really working as well and what, what do you think Bob on Delhi his position what, what did we learn about Delhi uh, Sunday I, I think he had an okay game without out being outstanding. Whether that position totally suits him or not, I'm not totally sure. When he came into the team, he was playing actually in a... He was playing further back. Mm. And I th- I think it was probably through injury that he ended up getting pushed further forward. He is a goal-scoring threat. And like Peter says, he's, he, that's what he's best when he comes from deep and goes to sin. I don't think it's particularly conclusive with him. Yeah, interesting. No, I, I don't think it was amazing. No. I think it was incredible. I mean, it, it was good. It's, it's I, I good to they, see him back. I, just, I thought with, with more bodies around him, it was just less... Hmm. It was more, he's a, he's, he is a luxury player at the end of the day, but he's also, like Bob's right, when he played in the team at the start, 2015, 2016, that kind of time, he was more of a box-to-box player. And I always yeah. preferred him like that. Yeah. So it's, it's like a little bit of both, I think. Like a, kind of like a happy medium, if that makes any sense. But didn't you uh, say to me, Casper, that he, he ran the most of the whole team, is that right? Or the whole pitch, is that right? My, I, I, I'm not too sure. But I think all he did, I, think he just, I, th- I don't think his performance was particularly highlighting. I think he just did the simple things well. Like kept his position defensively, yeah, which, which was good. And I think that was quite a lot of... Like that's what our whole team did. Not from some players, not like a a highlight performance. Yeah, disciplined performance. Yeah, definitely put a shift in. Um, what what do we think? As Bob mentioned earlier about um, you know defensively we, we look strong. You know I, I you know I, we've always said or you know, I've always said I don't think Sanchez has become a bad player overnight. Any, anyone got any thoughts on Sanchez? I, I actually I actually think he's a really good defender and, and being a striker myself I'd hate to be marked by someone like him so I don't know what anyone thinks of Sanchez's performance I think he's just lost his way over the last couple of years I mean he, we we bought him in as a was he a record I think it was a record signing at the time 42 million yeah do you think that tackle at the end on the that was Brewer? wonderful that yeah Bobby Morris do you think that tackle at the end is the turning point for Sanchez hopefully hopefully yeah 
visibly lifted the stadium that time. I did it. Mm. It was a wonderful tackle. It's as crazy as it sounds. I find it hard to take any proper long-term encouragement from a win against Man City because we've seen that before. Like the the, yeah. the the four wins that we've had against them in that stadium, maybe not the Champions League one. I think that was a little bit of a better performance from us, but we were so lucky the Chelsea yeah. ones. And and so it's, it's inexplicable that they haven't scored against us in that ground. We also might have had a good It's ridiculous, and I just yeah, I just think that in a game against City, it just seems to it seems to click for us defensively, yeah. just sometimes by luck, and maybe that was the case for for Dyer and Sanchez. So I'm, still, you, I'm still not convinced by them. Are you sort of saying that one swallow doesn't make a summer? Yeah, oh, but yeah. also Romero came on with a couple of minutes to go, so he's the long term. Answer, you yeah. would answer what you'd want to think, wouldn't you? But we got, yeah. we got Man City, don't get carried away. We got them at, at a good time before they've sort of really clicked into gear. They started yeah. really slowly, and slowly, 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 slowly last, last season. Yeah. But I reckon, even if the Bruyne was playing, I still don't think we would have won that game. You yeah, I think, yeah. I think but, but you said so someone just mentioned about Romero um, coming on. I, I did Peter. I like the way that he came on. He slipped into a back five. Yeah, yeah. And do, just the same discipline was there. I sort of really yeah. like that. And do you think, I think defensively, you know, yeah, we were really solid. You know, I, I was surprised when Doherty came on though. I, you know, it was a, it was a strange one. Who went? Who did he took Tango? Tango off. off. Yeah. He took Tango. He went to a five, possibly. He might, might have done because he, he is a better wing. He's a wing back, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, that might have been the reason. Maybe Tanganga was was tiring. Yeah. Um, but it was I nice mean, to see him get a soft start. Oh, we got a fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It really was good, wasn't it? Um, and do you think Doherty's got a part to play, Casper? Um, do you think Doherty's got a part to play in this season? Obviously, he's Nuno's uh, pet. What do you What do you think? Oh, I don't know. Mate, it depends. If or what formation Nuno's going to play, if he's going to decide to have, say, Romero, Dyer, and um, De Vincent all in a back three, then I think he'll flourish in a in a five back. But not, uh, he's not a right back. How about Roden though? I mean, what does he fit? Oh yeah, into? Well, yeah, all all Roden. Suddenly you've got quite a bit of depth in centre half positions. If you're thinking mm-hmm. Roden, Sanchez, Dyer, and Romero, but do the young as well? Yeah. yeah. Do you think that that you know, you're thinking Romero is the is the one who's who we're hoping is going to be the the yeah. pick. Yeah. Um, all the others have had. Roden, I think, is very promising. Although, you know, he's made mistakes. Dyer is is can be a real liability at times. Um, yeah. And Sanchez Sanchez has always got a mistake in him. But do you think what Dyer will be a better? Is a good player with better players around him. You know, you how great he's been with like alongside Adam Barrell or Vertonghen. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's just that? He needs that. He can't. But he's not a great player in his own right. But he's a great player. Yeah. In a in a good team. In a system. Yeah. In a system. Yeah. Seems like. I just uh, with Romero, and this might sound really simple. I worry. And I haven't really watched him as a player. No, I, I worried because I looked at his, and this is just probably quite an old, that old-fashioned way of looking at it. He's only six foot. Yeah. The physicality and the you know I'm just thinking of going to a Burnley or yeah. someone who puts the ball in the box is is that is that big enough? Six foot. I mean, alongside a roller in a back five. Well, yeah, in a back five, it's, that's perfect. I think, but like along like to the right or the left of a of a five, but. Maybe alongside someone like Roldan, it could work in a four as well. I, I just worry about that a little bit. Um, we we we've talked to, we've touched on sort of you know the Poch era of like you know the start against West Ham. Peter, do you sort of get a feeling that 
this is another cycle under Nuno. Do you get like a little bit of similarities under under Pochettino? Oh, for sure, yeah. It feels like you know, like a, a new era for for sure. You know, like a phasing out of obviously people like Toby have gone. Jan went sort of before that. We've uh, lost Ericsson. That 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 definitely feels like a freshening up. Yeah, a, a natural a natural sort of cycle. Yeah. Oh, do you get yeah. a feeling? Yeah, and, it and, is. And it is a it is a rebuilding process, and it is a new. Yeah, it is a definitely a new cycle. And, and do you, as a fan, you know, we're all fans. Do you, Bob, as a fan, think, yeah, I don't mind. I my expectations. I'm pragmatic this year. Yeah. So I think it's a two or three year cycle. This. Yes. And do you think most of the fans are like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's interesting. because I think with Mourinho, it, it was like a massive name came in. Yeah. Um, There's a massive amount of excitement. I mean, some people that it it was a very split yeah. appointment, but uh, you know, you were you, we were appointing someone who was supposedly a, a world class manager, and so obviously the expectation goes up. With Nuno, he's a little bit of an unknown quantity. Yes, he's been at Wolves. Done very well there, so. And um, um, Sim, do you do you feel that we're in a cycle again, and are you sort of quite excited by that? I think. Or do you want success by possibly the older ones in the group? I, I don't expect instant success now. No, I don't. Not not now. But yes, I would like the, it. The Poch, but the Poch comparison is interesting because I would say that on paper we're stronger than we were then. You look at. Let's assume that Kane's not there because what I like about Nuno as well, by the way, is the way he's like. He's clearly planned for the season without Kane, and then it's a case of like if he's still there in September, it's like a new signing. Yeah. But when I think back to the Poch time, it was like we'd finished the show a season with Ericsson has been like the only shining light, and you get the feeling that Kane, not Kane, sorry, um, Son is the only shine. It's the shining light, but he's not the only good player we have. Genuinely, I think at that time when Poch came in, I think Carl Walker, Hugo Lloris, and Ericsson were literally the only good players we had. I well, he got there's, better, there's more better strength in, in the team now. I think. Danny Rose was there though. You know, yeah, but he was. Yeah, but he, he wasn't. He wasn't that the player. That he, he was a prime Danny until Rose. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like mm. him. I, I thought he. I kind of wanted him to leave at that time. I think. Um, I Kasper, how, how do you feel as a youngster? Do you how do you sort of feel about being in another cycle where sort of this year is going to be a bit not great, and then or, or could be you know it might it might be great, but how do you feel feel being a youngster? Uh, I, feel, I feel like it's it's better than having Mourinho because I feel like Mourinho. With his football, I don't know, but this is what I thought. Kind of brought like the way we played football, kind of brought a negative reaction around like the fans. Yeah. So it, was, it was boring football. We weren't getting results by it. Yeah. So I think with Nuno, I think it's it's low expectation. Yeah. But better football. I don't really know. I don't really. I don't really. We were much better at defending the lead than we were under Jose. Yeah. In that we actually yeah. were a threat still. Yeah. Not just sitting a little I, bit behind. I didn't feel that nervous. No, no, no. When no. when we were defending, you know, we've had many, many. We can never defend a lead. God knows how many nails I've chewed through, go <laughs> like watching Spurs. But yeah, we didn't. I didn't actually feel that we were that threatened. No, neither did I. Well, under Jose, God, it was like, when are they going to yeah. score? You know, yeah. it's just a matter of time. And yeah, I totally forget. And uh, just just skipping to like, obviously we got um, we talk about got Wolves on Sunday. So how would you sort of feel, Peter, 
if we get a draw against Wolves, or is it all about the performance at this point? I think uh, football fans, they have a very, very sh- short memory. So, I mean, if uh, if we suddenly lost and the wheels come off and yeah. back in crisis, and a week is just an eternity in football. So, yeah. I, you know, I think a lot of a feel-good um, vibe might just... But even, a draw, even a, I'm saying if you draw, how do you... Oh, draw, draw. It's, yeah. it's an away game. I yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, a point there is... Um, I think they got Jimenez back now. Is he back? Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I mean, I just think if we went down to a crashing defeat or something, yeah. suddenly it's but, crisis but, time again. Yeah. But Bob, do you how, do you how do you sort of feel about like the game coming up? Do you feel is it all about the performance? If you get a draw and play well, would you be happy? Or do you, yeah. are you demanding like you know? We think we should. No, I think I, I'll, I'll accept a draw playing well as long as we look solid. Uh, I thought the energy levels were fantastic on. On Sunday, yeah. as long as we that effort's there, yeah, that's 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 a key thing for me. I'll be happy for draw if we play well. Yeah. I'd obviously rather I'd rather win, um, and it would look, you know, there'd be a feel good factor there. But yeah, I think I'd accept a draw and play well. Sim, what's your sort of thoughts? Yeah, I think win, win and win and play badly. I'll take, but yeah. I'll also take draw. I would take that. Yeah. But, I was, yeah. but then I'd also take yeah. draw and draw and play well. I think. Yeah. We're not at the point now where, you know, the last few years we've been we lucky expect. enough. We've been lucky enough to expect to go to pretty much everywhere by the top four, top six, and win. Yeah. I don't think we're at that point anymore. So I would have taken a draw on, on Sunday. I've said at half time to some yeah. people that I'll happily take a draw from this game. Obviously, yeah. we've got the win, yeah. and then going on to Wolves, point away from home, I think we'll be alright. But yeah, I'm with Bob. I think I would love to see us play well and just. You know, continue to, to build something and look like we're yeah. buying into the way Nuno was setting us up because we clearly were on Sunday. Um, Casper, how do you, you how do you feel about Sunday if they uh, if we get a draw there? Would you be disappointed or you as long as we play well? But a draw a draw and play badly, you'd be very upset. I'd like I'd like to tell myself that I'd be fine with a draw, but I, I don't I don't think I would be because <laughs> the reality is we'd go one nil up. Yeah. and it'll just be the same thing as last season but yeah. is it though it's, it may be different did you I mean me and you were watching the game and we sort of talked about the togetherness as a team and I don't know if you Castle, you know, do you feel there's a real togetherness starting to build there and, ma- and maybe because maybe the Kane thing has galvanised them more as a team do you think mm, I don't know I, it's tough to call cause mm. it's only the first game I mean mm. it, it's, it's quite easy or not easy to beat City, but it's easy to come together against quite a big team like that. Yeah. I mean, we were right on the floor. This we, we touched on it earlier. This time last year, well, it was in September, wasn't yeah. it? But when we played Everton and lost that game, and it was like, and it was just dire. But then, yeah. didn't we beat Southampton about five or yeah. five one yeah. in the second game? Even then, we went one nil down. And yeah, so that so you know we could be flipped totally. We were, after that Southampton game, we were possibly happier than we are now. Yeah. Mm. So I, th- I think in agreement, just to wrap up this first little section, I think we're all in agreement that one swallow doesn't make a summer. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you've got to enjoy the victories when they come yeah. on. Over. Got it, yeah. I just want to move on to, like, you know, obviously there's some uh, some obscene spending going on amongst the top four. Liverpool, not so much, but they've done it in prior years. I mean, we cannot spend like that. You know, no one below that top four mm. can spend like that. I mean, are we in... Like a little mini league at the moment, Bob, and would finishing fifth be an incredible achievement? Not incredible, okay. um, but I'd almost be begrudgingly accepting of it. 
I mean, you've got you have got the top the the three clubs that are blatantly abusing financial <laughs> fair play. Yeah, which might be a podcast in itself. Yeah, someone wants to put uh, an it's airline like sponsor. Yeah, it? it's like if someone wants to put an airline sponsor on a on a corner flag and and uh, claim two hundred million for it. That's what we're up against. We're, is, that, is that what's happened? No, I'm just uh, using that as an excuse. Yeah, that's, someone can pay for a training centre. Well, that's um, what happened with Real Madrid, do you remember? They yeah. were so much in debt after the Galactico period yeah. that the, the, the uh, Madrid um, government or the council or mayor yeah. bought their training ground for 200 million. Is that right? Yeah. 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 To a bending of the rules then. Yeah. yeah. Bending yeah. of the rules. Yeah. So, so in answer like, to my question, so... Fifth, for fifth for me would be would be incredible because they're still well, not incredible actually. Possibly. No, I, 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 it's like begrudgingly accepting. Uh, yeah. I would, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. But obviously, you think, well, you know, I'd like a cup as well. Yeah. But you know, if we didn't and we played well, we had a good season, we had a yeah. good run in everything, and we were solid. We had a good home record. Yeah, I'd, I'd be reasonably accepting. It'd be nice to get in the Champions League. Yeah. The annoying thing is, we all of these, the, the so like the Chelsea, the Chelsea, Liverpool, Liverpool not so much. I don't think we're as big a club as Liverpool. Um, Man City, really, the structure of the club and the club's history, etc. We're a bigger club than Man City oh, and Chelsea, and, and Chelsea, yeah. not so much Man United and Liverpool, but. You know, so that I don't really consider them to be big boys. You know, we're we're up there. Yeah. Um, it's just we haven't got the disposable income that they have. And and uh, Peter, like we we talked, you know, with with wax lyrical about the season eighty six eighty seven, which was wonderful yeah. watching us play. The style of football was wonderful. You know, could you sort of accept that that we don't? Yes, we might not. You know, we might finish fifth or sixth, but if the football was fantastic. Would you sort of go because I know you're very vociferous about winning a trophy, but would you accept that this season? With a with a cup, but uh, we shouldn't be aiming for fifth because if you aim for fifth, fifth you, you end up finishing eighth. Or yeah. Um, um, if you think in pennies, you get pennies. If you think in terms of dollars, you get dollars. Right. Loving this. Dream big. Yeah. yeah. And anything is possible. Yeah. So aim high. Yeah. I say. But that, yeah. at this moment in time, when the fan base has been a little bit split. Is that very dangerous to be, you know, risen with your expectations? Is that not damaging? In terms of your aspirations, just dream big and, you know, you might not, you might... Do you mean dream big as in spend a lot of money? I think that's... that's uh, you might I not think get that, the moon, but you might get no. some stars. I think aspirations <laughs> are different to expectations. Yeah, that's a good point. So... Like aspirations, mine are probably similar to Peter's. Yeah, but I, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily expect it. But yeah. I think you should be not thinking that. Yeah, we can finish fifth. Yeah, think I think Leicester, we ought yeah. to think. Yeah, we can get in the Champions League spaces. Yeah. You think Leicester went into the 2016 season saying we're going to win the league? Yeah. No, you know, he says well, it, as things develop. Yeah, but you know, it's just like a perfect storm. I mean, I don't see any reason why mm. we can't get near Liverpool. Chelsea, Chelsea are looking a bit scary. I mean, we don't know how Lukaku, Lukaku could be a total flop. I don't think he will be. Yeah. But I, I just see, I see Man United, Chelsea, and Man City just having too many good players to yeah. get anywhere near them. But Liverpool, I'm still invested in this whole thing of the Klopp Dortmund effect falling down. We, I thought we were going to see it last year. 
and they kind of they think they rallied together a little bit. They got, oh, so, they got some results where like they they totally capitulate. Three season cycle. Yeah, capitulate and their players. They were burnt out. Burnt out, yeah, and a lot of their players played in the, even bloody Robertson played in the Euros. Yeah, they got they got Dick Van Dyke back. Though, yeah. yeah, he started the season injured, didn't he? But I don't, I don't see why we can't get near them. But I think around us in that mini league, it's going to be West Ham and Leicester. We are the two who are. You don't think West Ham? Maybe when Europe comes in, they might. Yeah. Oh, I think they'll struggle with with once Europe comes in. Who do you think, Casper, are our main sort of rivals around that fifth, sixth, seventh spot? I Assuming think, we won't get top four. I think Leicester. Yeah. I think I think that's about it. I think yeah. they're the only. Uh, who finished sixth? Yeah, West Ham. Um. Uh, yeah. I only think Leicester. I think we're miles better than Arsenal. Yeah. I think Leicester's the only one that's. Threatening. So us and Leicester are the only ones who can break into that top four, do you think? But I think, yeah, oh, yeah, by chance. Okay. And you, um, what do you think, Aston Villa? I mean, they've spent well. Do you think they're a rival for us? No, I no? think I think with they, yeah, they saw Greenish, but they haven't got that that kind of they they haven't got that spark who's gonna you know drive the ball forward. Yeah, got a lot of goals in their team though. Yeah, Ings will get at least fifteen. I think we're underestimating West Ham. I watched them at the weekend. I thought Antonio is a goal machine. Are they one injury away though, Peter? Yeah, that's the only thing with Antonio. He is injury prone. Yeah, Um, he's unplayable though. Sometimes. Yeah, he's a bit like I've got him in my fantasy team. So yeah, shame on you. Yeah, it's the only one. The only one. West Ham have the same problem as us: is that their owners are probably going to be quite happy with what they've achieved already and I don't think they're going to push them on any further yeah, it's like us with the Champions League our owners were like right we're in the Champions League we'll just try and sustain that if we can yeah. if we if we go backwards so be it I think their owners are going to a bit like that as well but do you not think that we should going back to you know Chelsea Liverpool and um, what's called Man United where sh- we should really be where they should be because a couple of years ago we were we were above Man United, we were above Liverpool, we were above Chelsea. Yeah. But the, the difference is that they're they owners, invested, yeah. they've invested and, and we haven't. I think I think there lies a, a common theme in this podcast <laughs> yeah. under investment. Yeah. Yeah. Um you'll get to learn that over the years. Um I I do I do I am sort of just wrapping that sort of little uh, section up. I do think we can finish fifth and I do genuinely think that we are possibly better than West Ham, less that I think we're on a par with. Um, but well, Arsenal, I'm just seeing have spent of all of agreed personal terms in a fee to sign so Aaron Ramsdale for 30 million quid. So they've signed Odegaard today. Yeah, it? they've signed Odegaard. So that's not exactly you know what worry you kind of signings, is it? I actually don't think they're that bad, Arsenal. I, 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 I don't think they're as bad as they were on I mean I think they were mitigating factors on Friday like Bur- yeah. uh, Brentford's first game in the league yeah yeah that was it a perfect storm wasn't it yeah. no luck is it no yeah. they'll, they'll probably go and win a couple of games and then yeah. it will be we got our Arsenal back and all that yeah yeah yeah. anyway let's not talk about that load of uh, <laughs> cretins um, what, do we, what do we sort of think about the youngsters obviously Tanganga we, we touched on Skip we touched on and Scarlett was on the bench as well um, Peter, can I come to you? Who do you think sort of is going to be like the youngster who's going to play the most minutes this season? Who do you think is going to be the real key youngster in there? I think uh, Skip has come back like really reinvented himself. Mm. Seems to favour him over Endon mm. I don't know what's going on with Endon mm. I mean, I don't know if you 
I could use the word nailed down starter, but I think he's going to get a lot of minutes. Yeah. And I think Delhi sort of reintegrated. I think it could be that Skip gets gets the regular, yeah. gets, gets a lot of games. I just think he's a lot of energy. Bob, what's your sort of thoughts on Skip? As yeah, I think like he's come. Yeah, he's neat and tidy. But, uh, he's probably got a little bit, a little bit more than... Some of I'm, tr- I'm trying to put a comparison in for Winks. for Winks. Yeah, I think he's got. I mean, Winks is neat and tidy. Yeah. Uh, neat and tidy looks good. Yeah. Um, doesn't really do a lot. I think Skip's a bit more solid than him. Yeah. Um, and I think he's got. I think he's definitely got more potential than Winks. Yeah. Do you think because uh, he's, he's a bit more pace about him? Do you think? Yeah, I think, I think that. I think it's done him the world. I think it's done him the world of good going to going to Norwich on loan. Yeah. Um, whereas Winks didn't hasn't really gone out on loan. No. He's been kept. He was in the squad early, and you know he's one of the ones who's favourite to go. Mm. Scarlet, I think potentially if he gets if he gets some game time in. The same as Kane did when he was coming through. I think there's there's a lot of potential there. Pace is incredible. Yeah. Do you not think Troy Parrott might be going down the same route as Kane? You know, going on a but, lot. Yeah, of, possibly. A lot of loan spells and then maybe coming back and having a break for his. Maybe. He's starting yeah. to play that Kane, isn't he? He's scored a few goals. Yeah. That, that, that Europa League was a good sort of mm. uh, training ground for Kane. Yeah. In a way, he kind of played in a lot of those Thursday night games and yeah. then. Started to sort of integrate himself in the team from there. So, do you expect Scarlett to start on Thursday? Peter? Potentially, possibly. Yeah. You know, I, I don't see why not. It just makes perfect sense for him to play mm. in every single yeah. one of those games. Yeah, yeah. and the League it's, Cup games. Yeah. So, if he has got the potential that people at the club think he does and some fans think he does, then yeah. why the hell not play? Unless he's going to go out on loan, why the hell not play him in Conference League games? Well, let's be honest, we don't. Give a damn about the result. I mean, I was fast. Tanganga was going to go out on loan a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Galatasaray. Yeah, Strange word. That just wouldn't have. No. Got that if he did. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I remember um, reading an article um, about uh, um, about Skip, and um, he played for England under I think seventeens, eighteens against the Dutch and um, Van der Beek, and who's the other one in midfield, Casper? Dion, they were mo- at half time apparently they went in moaning about Oliver Skip I was saying he was alright pain in the arse really? I, just got, I just can't get rid of him he just won't leave me alone <laughs> well, I, and, and, and do you yeah. know I like that in the midfield yeah, yeah. and then Hoiberg's like that and possibly Hoiberg yeah, Hoiberg was I always felt you found him, Hoiberg was a bit isolated all the time but if you've got someone else to like do some dirty work around yeah, yeah. and I just think possibly that that lets the other players and that's why I like, like Delhi like that's why I like the, the forms of Delhi because of those yeah. two probably yeah. yeah, Skip came on in the Champions League game. It was either Juventus or Inter Milan. I can't remember which one. It was one of the games at Wembley. Who skipped? Yeah, and it was. It must have been about nineteen at the time. Like, yeah, like, yeah, he came on really late in the game. Yeah. One of the Wembley games against one of the Italian. I teams. think it was Juventus. Yeah. yeah, he didn't look out of his depth. At yeah, all. he's a lovely, neat, tiny footballer. And I think Bob, your point about Norwich is yeah. that league's very physical, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And possibly the point about Winks not going on loan. He's yeah. quite a yeah. key He's point. playing a winning team at Norwich as well. Yeah, yeah a team that ran away with the league. Yeah, so yeah. he's got winning mentality. Hopefully, it's um, not the right club if he does. Yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, I, I think although I, I'm, we sort of talked about Skip, Tanganga, and Scarlet, but in, anyone else, Casper, anyone else on your radar of the youngsters? I don't think Troy Parrott will come back for that <laughs> season long loan. Anyone else? I, I've not that I've seen. Uh, yeah. I don't think Harvey Elliott. 
We actually saw Harvey White in the open training session at White Lane a few weeks ago, and he's a lovely footballer on the ball. Yeah. Is he? Is he Tom Carroll though? Yeah. <laughs> we've played. We've used a lot of those kind poor of players. Little, poor little Tom Carroll. Poor, he's gone to Ipswich actually. Tom Carroll. Jack Clark didn't look bad. Oh, yeah. he, just, he just he just doesn't look like he's got the physique. He just looks a bit weak. I, well, when we when I saw him in the Europa League, he yeah. just didn't oh, look. He looks a bit weak and looked like he's just getting pushed around. He's kind of just had two years wiped out of his career. Yeah. Where is Jack Clark? I don't know. I don't know. Didn't we sign him? Yeah. I mean, I, I would say Cameron Carter-Vickers is probably about 40 now, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Cameron Carter-Vickers? Yeah. He's massive. Yeah. He's yeah. huge. We were laughing about He's ma- he, I've never seen such a bulky player as him. Really? I mean, mm. just just from his touch, just get rid of him. I mean, I'm, I'm no football expert. <laughs> if it's not happened for him already, it's mm. probably not yeah. happened. No, you're right. You're right. Okay, guys. So the youngsters, we think, are going to be Tanganga, Skip, and maybe Scarlett. But I think overall the team is very young anyway, and I love the vibrancy in the team. I think we saw that against City, didn't we? Yeah, I'd like to see um, Brian Sessignon have a, oh, have yes. a go. Yeah, I, I'd well. really like to see him yeah. like flourish. Because, yeah, right. I mean, he's a... Where is he? he well, he's, he's back. He's, back. Well, he's been playing in the Bundesliga. Yeah. I don't know if he's a left-back. I don't, I don't know. But he's more of a left-back. Then, then without Kane, with Lamella gone now, I think maybe maybe further up the pitch on the left-hand side. Don't know. It's, just, it's, yeah. it's real hindsight. He just came to Spurs at the wrong time. Yeah, I he think He came so. at the end of the Poch cycle. And remember, like, the... We tried to sign him for two, three years, yeah, yeah. And, it was so. like, and, and I think the school of thought was like it's probably better for him to get games in the championship, play a full season, and he did. And then yeah. by the time he came to us, it was like the end too of... late in the Poch era, and then you yeah. got Jose, who's just never going to be the man for developing yeah. someone like him. He played a few, didn't he? He yeah. played, uh, he played his five minutes. He scored. He did five minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in dead, the Alliance. Dead rubber. Yeah, in that dead rubber again. Okay? Yeah. Cool, okay guys, so yeah, it's a great shout Bob, it's as if you've got your Panini stickers there, you're pulling out all the youngsters, <laughs> Jesus, Sessing, I forgot about him, um, right, let's move on to obviously the you know the real big story, I don't know, obviously the older ones in the group, Peter, how do you feel about the Harry Kane situation, and is it a lot of paper talk, and can we believe it? I just feel like it's um, quite, quite, quite a little bit of Kane fatigue, if I'm honest, oh, uh, in the sense that it sort of started before the end of the season. He did this Gary Neville interview, and uh, I just uh, you just feel that it's going to happen. People say it might happen this week, but it's just going to happen before the end of the window, and it's just a slow. I mean, I've kind of almost like said my goodbyes to him in a way, mm-hmm. and anything else would be a bonus. But you know, as far as his legacy is concerned, I don't know that it would be tarnished because. If Berbatov can come back and as a legend, you know, in that <laughs> yeah. finale, you know, after what he did, then surely Kane will. I mean, Kane will come back to the stadium. Contrary to what I've heard, he'll come back to the stadium in thirty years' time as a legend. I think yeah. be wheeled out as a legend. Yeah, yeah. No, no question in my mind. Um, Bob, mm. do you do you feel there's a little bit of you know miscommunication and what's, what's oh, the I, th- on the whole thing? I think the club's handled it very badly. Whether that's Levy trying to be shrewd or is being shrewd, it's perhaps turned the fans on on him, um, which Levy might want to do. 
I mean, obviously there was there wasn't a lot of bad feeling towards Kane at the weekend, but you know, people made their their feelings known. How do you feel uh, when they're sort of singing? Oh, I, I, I joined in. I didn't. I didn't join in. I joined in. I joined in. I didn't join in with the Teddy Sheringham you know, chant, and I didn't join in you know, with that. As, you know, as far as I, I'm of the elk, that, that you've got the badge, you've got the club, you've got the ground, you've got the fans. Players and managers come and go. Yeah. You know, as far as I'm concerned, if Kane goes, do I wish him any ill? No. Do I wish him any particular luck at the moment? No. Yeah, he was, he's been fantastic for us. He will be a legend in a few years' time, but I'm becoming a bit ambivalent to it now. Yeah, the club was there before Kane and it will be there yeah. after yeah, Kane. Like, in so field, what's, what was wrong with the Are You Watching Harry Kane? Yeah. Well, it was brilliant. I just, I just, Could I be taken two ways. It just didn't feel right. It just didn't... I, I think a bit aggressive towards yeah, him. Yeah, I, I feel like he's, he's not come out and said that, like he uh, he said he wants to leave, but he's not kind of said that. Well, he's, he hasn't he's actually going said to he's going to leave. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think he's been ambiguous with, for the whole way through. The yeah. same with the Gary Neville interview. Yeah, he was ambiguous. It's like, everybody knows that he wants to win trophies, but yeah. uh, he's never partic- He's never actually said. I want to leave. Yeah. He just he's just said I want to win trophies. Well, but I think the I think the club has done absolutely nothing wrong in the whole saga because he's tied down to us for three more years. Yeah. And the way this is this is going about, it's his agent going to the media and getting yeah. the media to to, yeah. to, to, to do his dirty work to perpetuate for the whole thing. So yeah. the club, you know, the the club hasn't tweeted anything saying, "Oh, Harry Kane wasn't the training." The club hasn't even mentioned him at all. It's, no. it's been. He, he came out and says that you know he was he was on holiday. It's not. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's up to the club to say he was on holiday. Why? Why should they in, engage in what's yeah. just become an obsession from people to yeah, see? So Harry it, Kane a, yeah. So Yeah. I mean, Sky Sports whipped up a frenzy with it, didn't they? I mean, they had guys outside the training grounds. <laughs> when well, he, he was isolated. Yeah. Yeah. So from that point of view, and also, and I'll go on like. Harry Kane hasn't got a particularly great record in finals uh, and scoring big, in big, in big goals, um, the same as Ericsson was. Ericsson was like critical about, oh, I want to win trophies. Well, perhaps if you you played a bit better in... There's a whole <laughs> lot of them. If they played a bit better in yeah. finals... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, Kane wasn't fit to, to play in the Champions League final. Potch picked him because, you know, he was he, he was he was Mr. Tottenham. So he just picked he he just picked everybody who he was like who was there with him from day one. He didn't actually pick the form. He didn't go and didn't pick yeah. a form team. It was the same with the Carabao Cup final as well. He didn't fit for that. No. Well, I, I'll go back to the Are you watching Harry Kane? It could be taken in two different ways. It could be taken in a sort of an aggressive way. Yeah. Or it could be taken in the way of a more positive thing. Look at this, Harry. Don't you want to be part of this? Yeah. I don't that's, think that's it was really... The vast majority of people, it wasn't hateful. It no, was no, It no. was a little bit of a... Maybe a little bit of a swipe. Maybe, so, look, you come know... Come on, Harry. Do you know, yeah. do you know what I thought? I, I heard the Man City fans say... Like, he was, they were saying that Harry Kane, he wants to be blue. Yeah. I don't know if... I don't know if that was maybe something... I didn't. I didn't hear the Man City fans the whole game. I did hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. If, 
some people started it for to get like yeah. you know because they were winning and they had the Man City fancy and that. But, yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I found it about unsavoury. But then, are you guys were at the stadium, so. I think it's completely different, as you said, Bobby. You didn't. Find I wasn't it. slagging him off before the game, but yeah. I joined in. It spontaneously joined in with the chant. But I'm a bit ambivalent because this is a very like, quite cyclical, Peter. I'm sure you'll agree with with Levy. You are very, you know, very vociferous about it. Mm-hmm. You know the Ericsson thing with Levy, the Berbatov thing with Levy. Sure. But why shouldn't Levy pull his pants down and us get mugged off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, why, so, why can't he just hold right, out? We've got. We've got. Yeah, exactly, a prize asset. And if they don't want to pay, we've put a price on him, yeah, and yeah. they don't want exactly. to pay for yeah, it, exactly. why should we sell him for anything it's less? It's also fault, though, because he needs to have created an environment in which... Why not create an environment in which Kane wants to stay? That's not That's not possible. We can't compete with what yeah. they spent. Yeah. We can't We can't build an environment as good as this. We could, we could have built a better environment, and I agree, yeah. actually. Yeah. 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 That, 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 that yeah. says, if we were winning like one trophy for every three years, that probably would be enough to keep them. Even, a Leicester, a, even a Leicester environment would have but been one. Yeah, I, th- I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why Vardy stayed for so long. Um, okay, guys, just to wrap up, you know, it's first uh, first pod of the season, so obviously we're going to go around and sort of talk about uh, our predictions for the season. Um, just like to say last season, I sort of said I think we were about eighth and I pretty much were we seventh in the end? Seventh. Seventh, so yeah. I, I'm the winner, so you owe me a tenner each. <laughs> um, okay, Casper, you're the youngest. What What is going to happen to Spurs? I want to give you our lead position and also anything in the Cubs. I'd love to say fifth, but I, uh, I, I, I'm going to go with fifth. But it could go one or one of either two ways. We could, you know, fulfil that, or we'll, we'll just end up in seventh. Okay. So what are you going for? Come on, don't sit on the fence. Fifth. <laughs> okay. Cups. Anything? No. Okay. Right. Just fifth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really are what saying. I mean, the conference league doesn't really count. What? No, it doesn't. I, like if Premier European yeah, competition. Yeah, but if, if we win it, I'm not going to be like, yeah, like. You know, I'll just be like, oh yeah, we won the I, I, I was having a conversation with Casper earlier at lunch, and uh, I said to him, oh, the tickets for the conference league are only £5. We, do you fancy going? Yeah. Whereas about three weeks ago, he said, I'm never going to one of those games. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like, I'm not going to be over the moon if we win it. It's just... 9.99 to watch it on the telly, apparently. Oh. Hmm. But we'll be over the moon if we're in. Where is the final? Wherever it is, Albania, I think. Is, is it? Oh. Yeah, let's still go. Wherever. Yeah. Um, Sim, let's go to you, the second uh, youngest. What's What's your league predictions at any cup type? Uh... I'm exactly the same as Casper. I think we'll finish oh. fifth. Okay. And I think we'll win nothing. Oh. And I think this this might be the first time as well in recent time where I've actually gone into the season thinking we're not going to win anything. Mm. Yeah. I always have that hope that we will. It's been beaten out of you. It, it's just, it well. really, it really yeah. has been. I don't think we'll win anything. I really don't. Interesting. Well, actually, I'm possibly the next youngest. Crikey. Yeah, that's a rare occurrence. I am, I am going sixth. But I do genuinely think we're going to win that Europa Conference. You think so? Yeah, I really... Do you really, not think Jose will just do I, it I, I just think he's so derided that he's so Spursy of us <laughs> that if we win it, everyone will just deride us for winning that. So <laughs> I actually think we're going to win the Europa Conference. And and we'll be in a, or we'll be laughing in the heat in Albania in uh, next uh, May and uh, <laughs> living our best life. <laughs> Bob? I'm going to go for top six. Um, top six? Yeah. <laughs> well, what does that mean? We, we're going to finish somewhere in the top six. <laughs> I don't think we're going to win it, but um, no, no, I want something specific. Um, and I don't think we're going to win any cups. Okay, 
League position, I mean. Not top six. Sixth. Okay, cool. And no counts. No. Crikey, this is a real... The, the experts, this is incredible, <laughs> actually. Peter, I'd be really interested uh, on your take on this. What's your sort of league position and cup type? Well, I think on paper the top four is kind of boxed off. Uh, mm. like almost like a closed shop. Transitional season, I wasn't too keen on Nuno coming in, but uh, I said mid-table that I'd say I'd go sixth now, but I don't think we'll win any of the Cups. It's a transitional season, but uh, I think sixth. Wow, that is incredible. That is incredible. Because I think every other season like, you know, of my life, I always felt that we could, I was about you guys, I always felt we could win a Cup. Bob, which was just it. Yeah, apart from sort of the Christian Gross era and... Uh, but even then, you sort of... No, I didn't, no. Yeah, don't expect it, really, but, you know, have dreams, but uh, coming under the radar, you never know what might happen. It's good to be under the radar. Yeah. Sometimes. And, and, and actually, me and Casper <laughs> talked a lot about being under the radar. There's no expectation, and I just think, no expectation, they can like, be relaxed, there's not a lot of pressure on them, you know. Possibly they may just play expansive football, you never know. For me, it's all about playing nice football. You have to talk mm. about, if he does leave, Mr Kane, then... Uh, they talk about Spurs have to win something to keep such and such a player. That'll stop all that stuff. Yeah, mm. Rather you leave now. You mm. just get the money in the s- apart, uh, um, rather than like, dragging it on and then us having nobody by the end of the transfer window. It's, I'd rather you just leave now. It's actually, it's, if we don't sit down and we just keep our valuation the same, it's a win win for us because we either. Get a hundred and top dollar for uh, him between one hundred thirty-five and one hundred fifty million for him. Yeah, at twenty-eight. Yeah, or which is maximum value. It's not going to go up anymore. Or you keep holding him for another year. Then he's got two years left in his contract, and then yeah. you can sell yeah. it for like another. Well, maybe still get a hundred anyway. And then Holland, Holland comes into the picture next season. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big one as well. Could muddy the waters a bit. I watched him last night. He was incredible. Wasn't he? He watched him. Sixty-seven million he's available for next summer. Oof. Mm. Just yeah. wait for it. First pod, great to all have you back. Bob, really appreciate uh, you um, coming to the podcast. Hopefully we'll see you again over the season. Yeah, so, yeah brilliant. Thanks for the invite. Oh, pleasure, pleasure. You've been brilliant, isn't it? Um, fantastic, guys. So good to see you all. Um, thanks, listeners, for listening. Keep spreading the word um, from y- at YE1Spurs and also uh, Sims' uh, new TalkSports, the Edge app. Yeah, TalkSport Edge. TalkSport Edge, yeah. Brilliant stuff. Okay, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Speak to you soon. Cheers. 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 Cheers.